You're listening to the Horsefest podcast with the founders of Horsefest. I'm Thea. And hello, this is Heidi. Each podcast is dedicated to you and your passion for everything horse. We'll be speaking to elite riders, equestrian experts and special guests, all focused on bringing you inspiration, insights and learning in a way that our horse tribe will enjoy. Hello, I'd like to welcome you all today. Well, I'm, I'd like to introduce Gillian Higgins and Charlie Unwin. Hello, Hello everyone. So uh, we are very much um, on our uh, learning curve in terms of this whole Zoom thing. Um, I'd say Charlie and Gillian have done more of it than I have. Um, so, you know, we're going to try and give you information as best we can. And we're going to talk about what you could expect to see uh, at the weekend and here in, in the weekend uh, of Horsefest 2021. And of course, that is the 23rd to 25th of July, uh, and it's being held at Western Park. Um, so without further delay, we'll get a little bit uh, into the venue, shall we say. Um, so Gillian, uh, have you been to Western Park? I haven't been to Western Park before, but I have heard all about it and I'm very much looking forward to uh, presenting at Horsefest next year. Quite, quite. Charlie, have you been to Western Park? Do you know what? I think I may have been once upon a time in the Pony Club many, many years ago, uh, <laughs> but I certainly don't remember it and I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, I haven't actually been to a festival before. I mean, that's uh, that's um, how, how bad I am. So I'm really looking forward to the vibe. And I think the closest thing that I've ever come to go, going to a festival was putting up a tent in my garden during lockdown just to make me feel like I was on holiday. So very much looking forward so, to it. So my next question was actually going to be, were you, were you seasoned? Are, are you seasoned festival goers and have you been to festivals? So Charlie, we've heard no. Uh, Gillian, festival? Well, I'm afraid it's a slightly disappointing answer too, because I have not been to a festival before. I've been to lots of horse shows uh, all over the world, but not actually a festival like this. So it's uh, yeah, going to be very exciting. Camping wise, I've done a lot of that though. So... <laughs> Okay, okay. And I, uh, without further ado, I must just introduce you both. Um, we've talked about the festivals, we've talked about Western Park, and it's very important that I now tell the audience maybe um, who exactly we are. Um, so we've got Charlie Unwin. Um, Charlie, of course, is a modern pentathlete, and also uh, I'm going to call you the wrong thing all the time, Charlie. I'm going to call you a physiotherapist, which you're not, of course. You're a psychologist. <laughs> and a performance psychologist. Um, and so very big into the whole GB um, scene and uh, has helped a huge amount of people uh, to improve uh, their kind of take on, their competitive edge and take on things. Um, Gillian, of course, Gillian is an equine anatomy and bi biomechanics specialist. And Gillian, a very famous, uh, shall we say, for painting horses. There's probably a better <laughs> phrase for it than that, Gillian. Tell, tell people what you do. 
Well, I do paint uh, the skeleton, muscles, and other anatomical structures onto the sides of live horses. And the reason for this is because when you look at a horse with the anatomy illustrated on the side and when we see them moving, it can really help uh, people to understand how horses work. But it's not just about the painting. My lecture demonstrations, it's very much about the um, about the information that's shared. I think it's really important that we keep uh, anatomy, biomechanics applied. Because most people, you know, you say, oh, anatomy or biomechanics, this could seem like a heavy or a, a dull subject, but not the way I do it. I think it's important that there's lots of information shared that riders and horse owners can find really useful, ultimately to improve performance, comfort, um, welfare and to reduce the risk of injury with the horse and it doesn't matter what we do with our horses what discipline um, or what level whether we're talking about a four-star event rider or somebody that's hacking their horses around the lanes performance when it comes to horses I think is is so important whatever the level and musculoskeletal health uh, keeping the horse comfortable is going to help us to achieve this and we all love our horses so that's really what it's about and at Horsefest I will be sharing um, doing lots of little talks in the afternoons all about this. So. Uh, it's quite interesting Gillian you say about painting horses and so on um, I'm going to have to ask you uh, uh, any interesting stories or any tidbits or any um, you know, massive failures uh, during oh, that well, time. <laughs> I have been doing Horses Inside Out. It will actually be 15 years next year. So that's a long time and a lot of horses that I have painted in that time. Um, I'm quite picky as to which horses I paint. So it's important for me that they're essentially they're happy horses, um, that they enjoy attention, uh, that they, they're not ticklish, that they would never lift a leg or anything like that. So, um, and, and the reason this is so important is because it takes a long time to paint the horse. <laughs> and I think people don't always appreciate this. So at Horse Fest, I will be spending the whole morning painting a horse on show and people can come up and ask me questions um, as, I'm, as I'm going through. And I have, I'll have helpers with me too. But um, yeah, it's important that the horse enjoys that environment. So that's the first thing. Um, I would say, and I'm not gonna tell you where it was, but in America, um, at a very big show there and I turned up and the horse that they provided was a stallion. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I've painted lots of stallions before, but this one was rearing in the stable and they were like, oh, you can paint this horse. <laughs> no way. So that was, uh, I think that's the only, oh, pretty one of the only times that I've said no to that horse. Um, most because I, I, I talk to the owners in advance and we make sure that the horse is going to be um, happy with the uh, with the process. So most of the time, and usually I will have met the horse in advance of the event as well. So uh, we can be confident about that. And it's not just, you know, looking for a horse for horses inside out isn't just about his ability to in, enjoy the attention of being painted. But then after that, 
we have to go on to a performance. So depending on what we're doing with the lecture demonstrations, the horse has got to be able to, to perform as well. And in the past, I've, I've painted show jumpers and dressage horses and event horses for you know, riding club horses or Icelandic horses, Western, all sorts of all different disciplines. So it really does depend on, on what we're doing um, as to which horses we go for. And it's, um, it's quite fascinating to think that hopefully the Horse Fest audience can really take things away with them. They can come along, listen to what you're going to say and pick stuff up that they can then relate to their horse at home. Absolutely. I think um, whatever discipline we're interested in and whatever level we're riding our horses, there is information, exercises, tips for both training, riding, and management looking after our horses that we can take away um, from the, the lecture demonstration. So in the morning, I'll be painting the horses um, and people can come up and ask me questions. And in the afternoon, I'll be doing a series of short uh, demonstrations and talks. I'm sure it will include some Pilates for horses, exercises that people can do with their horses to improve core strength and the comfort of the muscular system, range of movement, uh, maintaining suppleness and healthy musculature as well. So there'll be lots, lots of tips and exercises in there. And Charlie, we come on to you. Um, when, when we're talking, we talked to Gillian there about the, the kind of uh, the biomechanics and anatomy of the horse and the physical performance of that horse, whether it be a competition horse or an everyday horse. Um, then surely we're covering another aspect completely with yourself in that we're looking at the, the mental approach and the kind of mental um, perf performance, if you like, of the rider. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I just pick up on two things that Gillian said there? Firstly, in terms of painting the horse, I have total admiration uh, for the artistry and patience for that. It takes me long enough to paint a door one colour, let alone a, a kind of moving horse. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that in itself is a spectacle. Um, uh, the other thing as well that Gillian mentioned, which is really true for me, is the applied nature of what we do. It's really important, I think. It's all very well being a supposed expert in a certain area, but being able to kind of apply that um, and relate it to people's day to day is really important. And psychology, I think, can be as guilty as that as, as, any, other, as any other field. Um, for me, it's really simple. I mean, what, what I do, um, I relate to people's inner world and, and explore how their inner world affects their outer world. Um, and in many ways, in, in the world of performance psychology, which is what I focus on, how we manage ourselves internally, our, our kind of psychophysiology, how we manage our thoughts, feelings, emotions, um, affects what goes on around us. And in fact, in the truest sense, it's the only way that we can affect what goes on around us. And what's so great about working with horses and why I love working particularly with equestrian athletes is that they have this amazing um, hyper sort of sensitive being that's almost a mirror for what's going on inside them. And what I love is that I think horses give riders feedback that very often they don't get from other people. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite. And um, the way that horse feeds back to you is going to become the way you then apply yourself, surely. 
Yeah, definitely. I I think self awareness is everything when it comes to 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 psychology and uh, and understanding a what impact we're having, but also what what we can do about that. In terms of making it applied, it is all about um, giving people the tools and techniques to be able to manage their own their own thoughts, beliefs, emotions. Um, really our inner world is made up of two things. It's made up of the thoughts that we have in our head and and what go, what's going on in our body. So actually, when you describe me as a physiologist at the beginning of this, which is something that often people say, it, it's I've come to the conclusion now that we cannot focus on, on people's psychology without being aware of their physiology. And I think it's vice versa. There's fascinating research coming out now Every week, there's new research um, of of how our our thoughts, our mind, affect our body, our physiology, and and therefore our performance. And for me, these two areas have to come together much more um, in order for us to to truly be able to sort of apply it to everyday life. Well, without without wanting to get too deep, okay, Uh, but surely you talk about physiology there and psychology and the connection between the two, but surely then we can talk about the psychology and physiology connection between the rider and the horse. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think think it's very easy to kind of humanize horses, and very often when I'm working with with equestrian, you know, clients, they, they tell me, with some degree of certainty what the horse is thinking at any one, at any one point, which is a good kind of window into what they're probably thinking. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we, I think we kind of have to be careful in that regard. I think understanding the horse as, as an animal and their primitive responses is perhaps helpful. But you know what? That in itself teaches us all sorts of life skills that we perhaps wouldn't otherwise know. Very often around leadership, around the ability to communicate really clearly with our horses. I I love asking people the question, what's it like um, uh, to be ridden by you? So if your horse was here, what would they say it's like to be ridden by you? And very often, I think it creates a a level of self-awareness that people wouldn't otherwise have. And when you start to look at, okay, so what's the impact you're trying to have and how are you going to have that impact? People naturally start looking much more inwardly. Um, What do I need to focus on? You know, if I want my horse to go into the corner of the school there, I've got to focus on the corner of the school, not on the fact that they might, you know, shy um, at at that sort of banner on the side of the school. So um, helping people kind of have the confidence to focus on themselves and trust that the horse performs as a function of how they think and perform, I think is really at the center of a lot of the stuff that I do. It's it's very interesting talking to you both. Um, I have to be careful now talking to you both because of the whole Zoom thing, Um, but talking to you both, and you very definitely, very clearly have a a mission to help people and uh, maybe that's not in Gillian's case maybe that's a, a quite a lot the horse as well as the person um but i hopefully that's the kind of thing you can really bring to the audience or horse fest that you can actually give them tips and hints and things they can use and go away and actually really help the horse or the rider whatever level it might be 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, de definitely. Um, I uh, I think that I've been often used to working with competitive riders, uh, and I think Horsefest provides an opportunity to work not just with those competitive riders who want to come along, but also a lot of the leisure riders. And a lot of the times sort of nerves and confidence comes up uh, with them. But, you know, one of the things as an example, I think, to what you're saying there, Jonty, is that it's my belief that even leisure riders need to be as clear about how they define success with their horse as a competitive rider would be. The reason being is that they need a sense of purpose and intent around their horse because if they don't demonstrate intent very often that's when uh communication can go awry and horses can behave in unpredictable ways so mm. i think part of that confidence giving even for leisure riders is, is about understanding how we define success whoever we are quite and uh, it's quite interesting to think of the whole weekend as such at horse fest um and it, it I've I've certainly viewed it as a real opportunity for people to come along to really learn and to to learn. Maybe they'll come and watch Gillian. Maybe they'll come watch Charlie. You know that the whole they take away with them uh, real uh, things they've learned and things they've picked up and uh, methods they may use on their horse, methods they may use on themselves, and it's going to be a real. Uh, a really fantastic opportunity to pick those things up, don't you think? Gillian, sorry. Yes. Yes, I think that uh, it's going to be a great opportunity to learn from so many different people. And I think one approach that I have with horses is this holistic approach. For a healthy horse, or indeed a healthy rider, we need to look at every single aspect of his care, his management, um, how we train, how we ride. And I don't think you can get that information from just one person. It's really important. So uh, with me, obviously, I'll be talking about it, the analysis anatomy, the biomechanics, how horses work, because I believe that when we understand this, it can help us to improve the way we, we ride and train and manage. But I think that people will come along to Horse, horse Fest, sorry, um, and they'll see my lecture demonstration, and then they'll see Charlie's, and they'll say, oh, well, those two points, they really kind of join in together. And I think it'll help make sense of the, the whole, um, the the whole point of the horse and everyone will take different parts away from from different people but uh, i think it's going to be a, a fantastic weekend i'm really looking forward to it i have to say i i i've experienced western park quite a lot obviously they run the events there um but also when as charlie will say a reminder sorry um when i was little growing up uh pony club the pony club championships were at western park so it was an absolute dream to get to western park um, I never quite made it, but anyway, um, it was absolutely amazing. Um, it's a beautiful place, so I'm sure everyone is going to have an absolutely fantastic time and enjoy it immensely. So thank you very much, both of you. Uh, Gillian Higgins and Charlie Unwin um, have joined us, and um, we've really enjoyed hearing what they've got to say. And um, we're looking forward to seeing them at um, uh, Horsefest. Um, so long as I get to uh, dance around a campfire, I'll be happy. Quite, quite, quite. Um, and I think it's very important also to uh, make everyone aware of how fantastic the weekend will be. Uh, a real um, festival feeling. 
So like Glastonbury with a horse or watching horses. <laughs> so, uh, um, um, so I hope everyone's going to have a great time. And um, thank you very much for talking to us. Um, thank you very much, Gillian and Charlie. Thank you. Thanks, John T. Thanks, Thanks Gillian. Look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Cool. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Horse Fest podcast. We'd love you to subscribe, rate and review the podcast and share it with your horse tribe. Keep tuning in for more episodes with elite riders, equestrian experts and special guests.